Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Bead. Spill the Bead! (laughs) (laughs) Together! The tea is hot. Yeah, it is. I want to hear all about this. It's still hot. This is where it gets rough. And this is still Spill the Media History Gossip Podcast. Yep, you and know. this is where it gets rough sometimes. Okay, okay. But okay. it's, it's going to be good. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's still gossip, and mm-hmm. it's still history. Yep, Just and sometimes. I have my emotional support uh, water tumbler, so yeah, be good. I don't have my emotional support water bottle, but it's second best. I don't feel like this part, uh, mm, it, this part's just intense. Okay. Yeah, if if that helps. This this gets sure. pretty intense. Okay. Um all right, so in part 1, it was a lot of introducing some new people. Um I guess the only new new people is Frank and Toby. Um we yeah, did talk Frank and Toby. Yeah. Um we set the scene. We made it through that really strange dynamic of people coming and going. Um and now um things got really pressed, uh, tension built. Uh, the army stole the horses. Um, the Captain Jack and his people had to figure out how they were going to come back from that, um, respond to that, I should say. And Captain Jack wanted peace, but he was outvoted. And yeah. so now they are going to have a little meeting. Mm-hmm. And that is where we are at. And okay. you're going to hate me, but this is the last time you're going to hate me. I'm just going to introduce one more new person. Ooh, okay. Okay. And that person is General Camby. Okay. Um. If you are an American, you have probably heard the name Camby. It is a big name. He was a big general. Um, but we got to talk about him. Again, he has his whole own story. We're mm-hmm. just going to breeze over it because he was a very important person in general. Okay. And he's going to come into play here. While my American ass just sitting here not knowing a damn thing about him. But I am not like an American history person. My So I really just don't know anything. My high school honors and AP American history teacher... Her, her name is Mrs. Chumbly. Hi. I if you I don't know. There's no way you're listening to this, but <laughs> my God, like the best teacher I've ever had in my entire life. Oh my God. And she would literally walk into a history class and we would all just sit there and she would just tell the story. Ooh. And like the way she told it, it just stuck with you. And I've never been a huge American history person. And Except so, for with her. Mm-hmm. She ended up writing a book too. Oh my god. Yeah, she's just amazing. And <gasps> um she yeah, I, I can hear her voice saying um, Camby. And I, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, okay. But so yeah, if it sounds a little bit familiar, you've probably you heard of him in high school, probably dumped it. I didn't remember it either. I remember the name, but I didn't remember. Oh, gosh. Else. Yeah. I don't remember a damn thing about this, but that's fun because there's all new information to me. So General Camby was the commander of the Army's Department of the Columbia. So that is Washington, Oregon, Northern California area. Okay. Um, he fought in the Civil War, and he made a real big name for himself. Again, everyone in America at this time knows the name Camby. Okay. Um, he has a very long, very impressive military career, and he was called in to this whole situation because he had plenty of interaction with the indigenous people of North America. Um, I don't know what those interactions were. I don't have an opinion on him one way or that or another because I didn't look into. Again, he has so much out there. Uh-huh. Um, and like I said, after high school, I dumped a lot, a Ooh. lot of it. Oh yeah. Um, but all that we need to know for our story today is he's just a very big deal and him very well known. Okay. And very successful, and he is on the peace commission that hey. Grant has put together. So he is on it with Meacham. Okay. Yep, they're all on this big peace commission going Meacham's to these negotiations. On it. One good call that you've made, Grant. Yep, good yep, to yep. See. yep. Cam <laughs> good is to on see it too. Yeah. And so he's on the peace commission that's set to meet with Captain Jack and his people on April 11th, 1783, okay. um, which happened to be Good Friday. Hmm. And this is the meeting that we left off with. Oh, God. Okay. In, in that first part. So here we go. We're getting right into it. This episode wastes no time. There was your introduction. Here we go. We're not stopping until the end of this. Mm-hmm. So just brace yourselves. Take a breath. Grab a tissue and some mead in your emotional mm-hmm. support pet or person. 
Or water bottle. Or water bottle. Yeah, but Emily <laughs> got it. She, like, with both hands clutched. Like, oh, yeah. Out of to my chest. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. held it like a little teddy bear. Yeah. Like, means about to fucking spill all over the place here. <laughs> um, all right. So, this meeting, as you can probably guess, there was another motive going on by the Modoc people. Emily called it in part one. And Toby Riddle learns of what this plan is. And the plan is, they did give in to Captain Jack a tiny bit. Captain Jack's like, please, like, I just, I want to see the negotiation through. Let me try one more time. Let me just Last try. ditch effort yes, here. Yes, and say, like, this is it. It's now or nothing, please. He's like, it's a super reasonable, honestly, in my opinion, too reasonable of a demand. Too reasonable. Six fucking acres. Oh, my gosh. Miles, I'm sorry. Six miles. I cannot handle that. If they were sitting there being like, no, get off our our fucking land, I'd be like, yeah, Yeah. support it. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. You don't, I mean, like, I understand why they are negotiating, but, like, you don't want. You don't have to. Like, no. You do. uh, It's just, like, I would support them if they didn't is all I'm saying. Like, more. The principle of it is exactly. just so fucked. Like, it's so fucked. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Really, morally, they shouldn't have to negotiate no. at all no. for their own shit. And it has just been, like, that treaty giving them that six miles of land was ten years. It's been ten years that this has been going on. Like, oh, my God. My God. Just this one more chance. Let me try one more time. And they're like, okay. Like, you can try one more time before everyone's going, like, Catherine de Medici, like, kill them all up in here. Uh-huh. So, I mean, and it was. They had, like, a secret phrase and everything. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. Like, oh, well, like, right now. Like, oh, let's yeah. go right they now. They are, he's, he gets his one last chance <laughs> to ask them. And if it goes badly... The Bodocs voted against peace, and that's, it's going to be fucking on. Whoa. Yeah. And Toby Riddle hears this, and she's like, oh, fuck. No, 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 no. Toby Riddle, remember, A, she is married to Frank Riddle, and she's an interpreter. She works with Meacham a lot. Like, she knows Cam. Like, she knows these people. And so she makes a choice, like I said. Lots of choices get made in the next two episodes. She makes the choice to go tell all of the commissioners Canby, okay. Meacham, all of them who were going to be present and warn them. Okay. So she, yeah. and Meacham is her friend. Like, Toby and Frank are Meacham's friends. They have been his interpreters through so much. Yeah. Like, they're, they're tight. And she no, goes up it. to all of them mm-hmm. and is looking at Meacham in the eye. And she says to him and everyone, don't go. The Modoc people, they're going to get you. They have a plan. And they're going to get you. And Meacham hears her, and he trusts her, and he tries so hard to convince everyone. He's like, hey, I've worked with her. I know her. She's, like, family to me. Like, We can trust If she's, saying, she's saying this, yeah. yeah, the risk that she's taking telling I mean, like, us this. Yeah, and, like, what purpose would she have to tell that, like, what ulterior motive could she possibly fucking have yep. to tell you to not go? Yep. No, I know it. That's, that's the thing. <sighs> and so, I mean... You want to take a guess if they took her seriously or not? Absolutely not. So uh, Meacham took that moment to write a final letter to his wife before that meeting. And of which it says, quote, my dear wife, you may be a widow tonight, but you shall not be a coward's wife. End quote. End me. Yeah. Are you? So he was completely powerless to stop this meeting, no matter how hard he tried. Um, he secretly packed a gun and he walked the green mile to this peace meeting that he knew was going to go badly. Now, Camby was also there when Toby Riddle came and she's like, hey, listen. And he heard her and believed her too. He knows who Toby Riddle is. You know, Camby, he's a smart military man, great reputation and everything. And he's Mm -hmm. like, oh God, he's looking nervous. And Judge Steele sees this. Remember Judge Steele? Yes. Fucking wrote up a whole ass treaty, Judge uh-huh. Steele. He goes to him and he's like, don't go, Camby. Like, you can't go. Like, Toby said not to. Like, don't do it. And he's like, no, I know, I know. But, quote, I believe you're right, Mr. Steele, and I shall regard your advice. But it would not be well for the general in command to be afraid to go where the peace commissioners would venture. End quote. So he's pretty much saying, like, I'm a fucking general. Like, I'm a general. I can't bitch out. I I believe her. I believe they have a plan, and that fucking sucks for me. 
But I mean, like, peace commissioners are going. Like, I have to go, you know. Okay, yeah. So, choices, choices, choices. Yep. Um, he also walks the Green Mile to, okay. to this meeting. Okay. Toby and Frank, um, because Toby is the bravest ever and her husband is a gem, and they're just, like, the cutest. We love yeah. them. They very nervously agree to interpret this whole thing. Oh, Jesus. And they also agree to go, knowing Whoa. damn well what's going to happen. Yeah, this is, like I said, this is fucking intense. So they're, Toby and Frank aren't backing out now. They're not backing out on their people. They're not backing out on Meacham. Like, they have been through so much together. Like, nope, we've made it this far. Okay, like, Meacham, if you're going, we're going to. Oh like, here we God. go. Oh, my God. So this meeting is going to take place outdoors, um, about a mile away from the army camp and a mile away from the stronghold, right in the right middle. Right in the middle, okay. Um, soldiers, army soldiers, climbed up a nearby bluff to watch these peace negotiations go down. And the day was a crystal clear day. You could see the sun, the sky, and the white flag of peace that flew over this entire meeting. Uh Mm-hmm. And I know what you're all thinking, because that's exactly what you should be thinking. You should be thinking Ben Wright Massacre. Uh-huh. And that's what the Modoc people are thinking when they're looking up at this white flag that means nothing to them anymore. No. And it seemed like a little symbol, I say in air quotes, that could maybe be broken again if this doesn't go right. Uh-huh. What's also important to note here, because again, I hate... God, I hate politics so much, and this always, like, blows my mind, and it's worth mentioning again, that there is rules to war. It's so weird, Um, but there are. And, like, I don't know who explains rules of war to people. I don't know, like, if you learn this in basic training or something. Like, just every country is like, by the way, here's, like, the rules we all agreed on. I don't know. I literally don't know. But within Native American culture, things work differently. Like, if you kill the leaders, the war is over. Oh, yeah. okay. Where, you know, when you have an army that goes back to D.C. And, like, as we've seen, things need to be sanctioned through the government. Like, it's this whole fucking mess where it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. You know, in, in their culture. So the tent is set up. They all have a seat. Canby hands out cigars to everybody. And they all sit down and they start to talk. And this conversation is going to last less than an hour of Captain Jack saying, please, I want the six miles of land on my ancestral land, the rocky land that is sitting there right now that you cannot do anything with that we know and know how to work. We will let you pass through it. We will do that. I think he also asked for amnesty for Hooker Jim's crew that Mm -hmm. killed those settlers. But he was really, he wants this land. And Camby looks at him and he says, listen, like, I know, and it is reasonable. I hear you. But I... I can't. Like, I don't have, like, I'm just a general. I don't have, have that, that authorization. Yeah. yeah, he's like, if it was up to me, this would all be going differently. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's why they, like, sent me here. I, I'm, i like, trying, like, to be the one to tell you that I don't have the power and stuff. So he's trying with the heaviest heart and against absolutely everything that he wanted and believed in. And, gosh, during the talks when Captain Jack was saying, like, no, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. And they were bullying him into it. He literally said that going into this meeting and trying to kill people is coward's work. That is the coward's way out. Real men fucking sit down and handle it. That's what Old Sconchin did. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah. He went against all of that and decided to fight for his people. And, again, I... I get both sides. I get people being like, no, fuck it. Like, this ends right now. I get yeah. what Jack's saying, but mm-hmm. I I absolutely understand. Like I said, every single Modoc person, every decision, I understand Toby's decision to go tell them. Uh-huh. I, like, I get all of it. Like, it's... It's God. one of those, like, there's no winning. This is all just infor- unfortunate. It's yeah. all unfortunate. It's all so unfortunate. So, fate was determined... When Captain Jack said the Modoc words, already, Captain Jack pulled out his pistol, stepped back, and aimed it at General Camby's head. Oh my God! And fired. <gasps> and the gun jams. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, because that, of the fucking 1800s. Could, right. That 
I, I, okay, yeah. Canby stays put. He sits right there. He does not reach for anything. He stays calm, and he's looking Captain Jack in the eyes the whole time. (laughs) He does not run. Nothing. Why? I don't fucking know. I have no clue. Not gonna lie, that's a badass move. It really is. (laughs) Is it dumb? Maybe. Again, I don't know anything else that Canby has done. Yeah, so not so, gonna say that this makes him a great badass. Yeah, because I don't know if it but, does. Yeah, but but that move right there was either was maybe both. He's either or like idiotic and badass. He and seemed sympathetic to their cause. Yeah, there was no mention where like Meacham brought a gun to this. I didn't see anything of Canby bringing one. He brought cigars. He stood put. He seemed a bit sympathetic to their cause. Again, if that's totally off the mark, I'm sorry. Uh, that's not what I saw from like what I read. So yeah. I feel like semi confident in saying, I think we like Camby in this situation. Okay. I yeah. don't know about anything else. Mm-hmm. So if he was like the fucking worst and was just murdering people on the side, like we apologize. We don't know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, again, there's so much we information to sift the through. Topic. Yes, exactly. Not everyone's backgrounds. Exactly. So. The gun jams. And maybe that was the universe intervening. Yeah. Maybe that was the land or the creator or someone trying to give a sign, but it didn't fucking matter because Aww. Captain Jack had a duty to uphold to his people. And he steps back and he cocks the gun again and fires it right into Camby's eyes. And it hits him right below the left eye and he falls to the ground dead. General Camby, the nation's hero, just got shot in the face point blank by Captain Jack at a peace negotiation under a white flag of peace. Like, that's big, right? Oh my God. So in this exact moment, the other MODOK people pulled out their guns and oh they God. killed another commissioner, uh, Commissioner Thomas, who was also present. At this point, people are running all over. Frank and Toby are like running and diving behind things, trying to run. This whole thing is fucking unhinged and chaos. And soldiers are watching this from the hills, right? Like they're watching this happen like, they just fucking shot Camby. Like, whoa. Can you like, imagine? Like, not fucking you around. You probably can't hear anything that's being said. So yeah. you're just, like, watching the actions of people. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's talking and talking, and an hour's gone by, and there's talking, and then suddenly, like, he stands up and shoots him in the head. Like, you'd be like, whoa, what the Yeah, like, what do we do? What do we do? Like, do we go? Yeah, like, it's... Oh, my God. They weren't fucking around anymore. Uh And again, I get that. Like, I understand where they're coming. Uh, Obviously, I I don't understand. I get it, and I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, again, every decision made here. Oh, God. So, soldiers are watching from the hills. This is happening. People are trying to flee, duck and cover. Toby is watching this whole thing. And what I picture to be in slow motion... She sees Sconch and John make a choice to pull his gun out and fire at Alfred Meacham. The bullet hurls through the air and it tears <gasps> right through Meacham's face. Oh and no! And then another bullet comes and it slams into his arm and two more bullets after that just rip his body apart. <gasps> and Toby watches her dear friend fall to the ground full of bullets, bleeding. And one of the Modoc warriors at that point named Boston Charlie saw this too and ran over to him to like finish this whole thing off and like possibly scalp him. They weren't sure. But Toby, like she couldn't. She's like, no, no more no more like you've already done it stop and so she screams at the top of her lungs in her native language the soldiers are coming they're coming they're coming off the hills and so all the modok people scatter the soldiers were not coming no one was coming the soldiers are standing up there like what what in the world yeah and she knew that but she didn't care she goes over to the twisted mangled bleeding body of meacham who fought so hard for them and cradles that yep she cradles him in her lap as he just slips away and all around them is just complete chaos camby's body has been stripped from his clothes general camby is now laying naked on this battlefield um the modok warrior is scattered at toby's warning but they weren't fucking done. Like, it was kind of one of those things, like, we started. Like, the, it's on now. Like, yep. there's mm-hmm. no going back. Like, it's it's balls to the wall, all or nothing. Yeah. So two MODOK men went off on their own, waving their own white flag of peace. And they approached a camp outpost. And a Lieutenant Sherwood goes out to meet them. 
and they fire at him. Oh, my God. And fatally wound him. He ends up dying three days later. So they then, those two men, retreat back to the stronghold. And this, God, this is really bad. Like, this is really, 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 really bad. I truly, when you hear how all of this plays out, that gun misfiring that first time, I really think was something like ancestral, the land, something reaching out. I this. I really do. Because again, this is where, uh, God, we, we have a couple good moments in here, but that really was the beginning of the end. General Camby is beloved and dead, and his body makes the journey back to Indianapolis for burial. And as it does, thousands and thousands of people stop along the way to pay their respects. Camby is the only general to be killed in a Native American battle in all of U.S. history. Wow. This is a really big deal. Yeah. Um, now, if you're a big American history person out there, you're probably like, oh, no, Custer, Custer's last stand. And I thought that, too, because Custer, you know, was killed in battle and everything. Custer was not a full general when he died. He oh. had been a general, but it was taken away from him. So oh. at the time of death, he was a colonel. Colonel, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So again, <laughs> Colonel Custer. This is Colonel Custer. <laughs> so again, this is like so bad. Like this is really bad. So, oh God. And again, I understand. Like I can't say it enough. I understand that they were pushed. Mm-hmm. There was so much betrayal. It seemed never ending. Ten years of this bullshit. Yeah. You know, like when there was already a treaty in place, the fucking white flag thing happened. Like they're just seeing that it's bullshit. You know, like yeah. It just it sucks that like some people that like had their backs like who were trying yeah no i got know. the got the shit again the it stick was here like, but it's like yeah no one's winning here like nobody is like no. this is shitty all the way around it, it just is. fucking sucks yeah. and i feel bad for literally everyone oh yeah no meacham and Camby. like it wasn't a good look you yeah know? so like there's zero going back now unfortunately this hits the press so hard and yep. all good press they had was gone yeah public opinion has shifted like way out of their favor that's where that whole bloody thing comes from you know when they were a pretty they were peaceful optimistic tribe from what i saw so this is just very bad Mm -hmm. um the again press is hitting this hard with like the bloodiest headlines it's going out to europe um these drawings of this whole thing i'll post Mm -hmm. a photo there's the famous engraving of this attack and that's the one that was like blasted like all throughout the world and it shows like it shows captain jack like his gun out and like can be like is unarmed and like has his like hand up like he can like will this bullet away you know from what i saw from again there could be other eyewitness accounts that I missed, but from what I saw, it didn't seem like he had his hand out trying to block it. It seems like he just sat there. Which is worse. Yeah. Like, I don't, I get Like, it's sitting hard. there, like, almost, like, accepting your fate. Like, oh. Yeah, Ooh. like, oh, and you, yeah, it could have come to this. So, yeah, this is not a good look. Again, God, I fucking get it, though. Like, I, you get pushed you don't know what you would do. Like I said in yeah. the um, part before this, you don't know what you would do when you have an army surrounding you. And, like, you don't know who you can trust. Like, you don't, yeah. you know, like, you don't fucking know. And like, this, like, this doesn't feel like justice to me, but it also is just, like, the irony of, like, the massacre that happened before. Yes. To the yeah. Modoc people. Yeah. Like, And just oh. trying for peace for so long after that. Like, I... I I understand. How, like, <laughs> like, I'm I'm shocked that they made it that long, to be honest. Yes, yeah. And, like, if you're going to do it, do it. And they did. Yeah. You know? Like, it's, God, again, it's just, like, everything about this sucks. Like, it just sucks it all just the way sucks, around. Yeah. And I feel bad for, like, oh, I feel bad for the Modoc people. Because, like, they I didn't so start bad. this shit. They just wanted to mind no, their own business. They just wanted to mind their own fucking business. Yes. That's, like, what's so important about this is, like, you know, when you are talking about war, the history that gets written down is the victors, you know? Like, these other stories go completely untold, and they have a whole side of the story, how hard they fought for this, how peaceful, like, they were being about all of this. Like, it's just really insane. But Camby is, he's gone, you know? In that split second, he's gone. And so the military moves in for real now. 
Like that whole little, <laughs> you know, gathering at the stronghold there, like that was nothing. Like the military showing up. Um, now, if you have heard the name Canby, you probably also remember the name Sherman from American history class, like Sherman's March to the Sea and all of that. Um, Sherman is a dick. Um, his mm. policy with the Native American people is a no mercy policy anyways. We, yeah, don't, don't love. He hears about this whole thing, uh, Canby and all that, and he starts personally sending people in. This is really bad. Oh my God. Well, my policy with Sherman is an eat shit policy. So, yeah. you know, I think I need to enforce that. Yeah, I, I also I agree. Uh, I'm going to travel back in time. Yeah, and just like, <laughs> just like, I'm enforcing my eat shit policy, Sherman. Yeah, and like <laughs> your modern clothes, just like transporting in right in front of him, like during like a meeting or something, be like, how about more like <laughs> eat shit policy and then just like fade away? <laughs> As I'm fading away, me just like, oh, we're all waiting (laughs) here. Like, you just fucking time traveled, dude. And you're like, you should have seen his face. (laughs) His face. He was so shocked. Oh, God. Not for the reasons I thought he was, but he was so shocked. (laughs) He was so shocked. Oh, man. But yeah, no, this is so bad. Sherman sending people in local papers are calling for volunteers. Like, that's never good. It's going to be a bloodbath. So they got their thousand soldiers and civilians gathered at the stronghold. And that is going to bring us up to the night of April 14th, 1873, which is the second battle for strongholds. Here we go. April 14th is also the day that the Titanic sunk. And so. Oh, it is, ain't it? A lot going on there. The 14th, 15th, you know. Okay. This time is a lot different than our first stronghold story. Okay, like there's very obvious differences. Like the army has their 1,000 men now that was predicted. You know, we still have the same amount of people in the stronghold and they're fucking ready this time. Like they brought their stuff. They're hammering that stronghold all day and all night with cannons and mortars and like that's their fucking land. Like, that makes me want to cry. Like, them sitting there watching, like, these cannons, like, taking Destroy out rocks. Like, it. God. Yeah. Like, just because they don't want to give you the fucking six months. Like, I, oh, God, I can't. I. It makes, like, it makes me sick. And then something terrible happens. That red tulle rope is no, crossed. No. And this is where our story from here on out pretty much takes a massive downward spiral. Um, the army is able to now cut off their water supply and other supplies that oh, they need. And no. Captain Jack and his people have to move. They have to do something. Like, yeah. it's your move now. Like, what, what are you going to do? Are, are they going to surrender? Are they going to go down fighting? I don't know. They have to make a choice. Again, so many choices. So... This is the last shred of something going well. There might be like a little glimmer down the road, but this last strategy right here, I'm really going to play up how awesome and fucking genius this plan is because this is what we've got to cling to. Okay. Yeah, it's like I said, unfortunately, the last high point of the story. So (laughs) Captain Jack calls on less than a dozen unmarried Modoc men. Once again, that is less what? than a dozen against a thousand or more like soldiers, Ten army soldiers and volunteers. Awesome. Awesome, yeah. awesome. 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 These men, their whole mission was to be swift and unseen unless they wanted to be. And by that, I mean, they were to run around, light fires, shoot their guns here and there, call out. They're creating this illusion that there are so fucking many of them. Oh. They're, like, running around. They're, like, using echoes and stuff and, like, making it look and sound like there is just fucking Modoc warriors everywhere. It's truly brilliant. They held the line all night this way, and there was no line. There were less than 12 people running as quick as they could in between, like, the stronghold area, making it look like there is a million people. 12, yeah. less than 12. Yeah. That's incredible. They're like, yeah, what? a guy's like, who are you ready? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> They're 
crying. Literally. Like, lighting fires. Oh, my God. Intense. And, like, oh, man. Meanwhile, the army. I'm going to test your... Your military strategy knowledge. What maneuver do you think they're going to do to take the stronghold down? Oh, my God. The same fucking one they've been doing this yeah. entire time. He's planning to two girls. Yep. And then he's come toward each other. Uh-huh. And okay. so here we go. They're going to think their work for you. little flanky maneuver is so working. So okay. they think that they have the Modocs completely surrounded. Okay. However, just like motherfucking absolutely no, you do not. Because these people know this land. This land was made for them by the creator. I'm going to say that every fucking Mm -hmm. time because it was. They know it. And they, in all of this time, they had to sit and wait for these negotiations to come through that were never going to come through. (sighs) They found a path, a completely secret, unseen path, not known by anyone but them, that leads right out of the stronghold. And it's goes right through all of the soldiers and every single modok man woman and child silently just walked right past him right out of the stronghold and this really blew the military's mind because it's one of those they kept pushing towards each other and then they look up it's like wait it's you you know uh, like oh fuck like where'd they go timothy yeah (laughs) Yeah. they are like looking like in caves all over yeah they're like wait where are they like looking around then they see all the fires lit there's no one there and they're like oh fuck like another huge embarrassment a thousand of you got brought in from all of these different locations to get fucking ghosted yeah like give up like just stop for rocky land that you're gonna do nothing yeah with. just walk away like yeah. how is this worth it these people are that you are literally to you yeah no i see how it is to the modok people but like to these soldiers like god just stop just stop like, you're just fighting for the sake of being dicks oh god yeah like these people that you were like hunting you're literally mm. hunting these people. Like, literally just walked right past you untouched. Like, God, it's just a... Just take the L. It's <laughs> a cool moment. Like, that is a cool fucking moment. But I'm going to ruin it. Oh, I'm yeah. See, I knew it. there was a but. There is a but, and it's like a really heart-wrenching but. Because this was not victory. They were alive, but like, were they? Like, they just left. They left the stronghold. They left the They land. didn't get it. Yeah, no. they, they didn't win. They didn't get no. what they were going for. Yeah, again, like, they're alive, but how alive are you? Like, mm-hmm. you just walked out of there with guns and mortar, everything in chaos, and that was the last time that, like, you're going to see this. Yeah. You know, like, the land that the creator made for you, the land of burnt out fires. And you just... You left it, yeah. Yeah, it's, and it, it's done. Literally turning back silently and like watching it be on Ugh. fire, hearing like the gunshots and everything. God. And now the stronghold has been taken by the military, <sighs> and Captain Jack and his people are now on the run. Where the fuck do they go? Hey, that's that's what you're gonna find out oh my in God. part three. I know that was a, <laughs> that was a short one. I'm I sorry. Have to wait for part three, just like you guys. I know, listeners, <laughs> you feel me. I know. I haven't finished writing part three yet because I found oh I found the source and it's like really good. And so I'm sorry. Yeah, that's Emily. Such a good feeling. Though. Emily has to like source. I know. It, oh God, it's like the best feeling. And, and like how I stumbled across it and everything. It was just like ugh, meant to find it. <laughs> Whoa! Excuse Bless you. you. Sorry. Um, wow. I don't know where that came from. It's a really good source. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, My sneeze blew the thought right out of your yeah. brain. God. But yeah, I apologize for this short one. We'll try to release, you know, like at least two of these back to back so you're not just sitting on a 35 minute episode yeah today you are released from class early yeah however we still have our fresh cup yes so you do and you need a breather before part three yeah trust me oh my god yeah okay well stay tuned for your fresh cup bye bye all right now it's time for a fresh cup a fresh cup maybe it won't be intense and crazy like yeah (laughs) yeah no this one is from choosing beggars what? Yeah, subreddit. Oh, oh I've never heard of Ooh, such I a Reddit. Oh, I love this one. Yeah, so choosing beggars, like beggars can't be choosers, right? Yeah. But it's 
it's about beggars who are trying to be choosers. I don't think I get it, but I, I'm sure I will after this. Yeah, yeah, you will. Ooh, cool. Um, okay. okay. I like. So. I mean, like, I, I get it. Like, I get the phrase. I just can't think of, like, a scenario. Oh, exactly. All. Oh, in this, yeah. you will absolutely, after this, okay. you will get it. Um, so this is a little bit different because it's screenshots of a text conversation. So I'm going to, like, read the conversation. So I'm going to just, like, use a slightly snottier voice yeah, I was gonna for say, the yeah, snotty person. Yeah, do different voices. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then the caption of all this is, literally shaking right now, one of my good friends asked for a favor. If her sister-in-law could stay in my guest room in Miami for her Brazilian butt lift appointment. Big regret. Okay. So here's the conversation. Okay. Starting with um, sister-in-law. Hi, Blink gave me your number. I'm Blank, Blank's wife. I heard so much about you. Blink really loves you. Hi there. Haha, <laughs> she would. I love Blink too. I've also heard a lot about you too. Are you super excited for your mommy makeover? Oh my god, yes. I feel like it, I've been planning it forever and it's finally here. I'm sure Blink probably gave you the rundown, but I land on the 24th. The surgery day is on the 26th, but the pre-op appointment is the 25th and then February 1st would be my only follow-up before going home. Jesus. <laughs> You're already a lot. I know. We're like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you have? I'm sure it can be stressful. So I'm literally right next to the FLL airport. Can you give me the address of your doctor's office so I can see where it is from my place? So nice of this person to be willing to like drive them to their appointment and everything. So they said, sure, and sent the address. And like, she does not know this person. Like, you haven't met this person. They're staying in your house. You're driving them to a plastic surgery appointment. Like, this is... Yeah, this is really fucking nice. Yeah. Like, your friend's sister-in-law? Like, yeah, that's not (laughs) even like your... Yeah, your friend's sister. Like, your best friend's sister. Yeah, or something. Yeah, that's a lot. This is a lot. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's near this town. That's a 54-minute drive, (gasps) but with traffic easily an hour and a half from me. Well, this is what I need. Obviously, a ride from the airport when I get there, and then a ride for my pre-op, and then for my surgery day, and a ride back that day, along with a ride to my only post-op on the first. Also, a ride to the airport when I leave. <laughs> See, choosing yeah, choosing Yeah, no, yeah. I get it right now. Yeah. <laughs> How do you, like, not feel bad? Right? And also, like... The entitlement here. Yeah, and, like, the recovery from this is pretty intense. Like, this... She's gonna have to, like, wait on her. Oh, br- isn't... I've heard that Brazilian butt lifts are, like, one of the most, like, highest mortality rate, like, cosmetic procedures. Is it? Yeah. The the recovery is real intense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I the can surgery imagine. itself, yeah, is scary. So, like, yeah, this is a lot. Like, also, this is a I, lot to I put on someone. I don't consider a Brazilian butt lift, in my personal opinion, that's not a mommy makeover. It was really nice of them to phrase it that way. Mm-hmm. I thought a mommy makeover was, like, just... Not fixing, that's, like, the wrong word. But, like, I don't know. Just having surgery on the parts of your body. Like, trying to make them look the way that they did before you had a baby, which is typically your breasts and your stomach. Mm -hmm. So, like, a tummy tuck from the loose skin you may have after getting, you know, holding an entire human being in there. And then, like, breastfeeding really fucks up your boobs. Yeah. And, like, a, a lift or an augmentation. I think they, like, I think they do that with the... BBL, right? Like, don't they like take like? Do they? And then put it in your butt. I think they take. Oh, the, like, I'm, like they gesturing take that from to other areas. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, so I think they take it like from your stomach or thigh or problem. Yeah, still, like I just always thought a mommy it. makeover was like your boobs in your stomach. Yeah, not like okay, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I've never heard of a mommy makeover. I thought a mommy makeover was like when I cut off my four feet of long strawberry blonde hair into a like, <laughs> rose red bob. That's I a thought, mo- hi, that mommy. was a <laughs> that's, No, that's a hi mommy. Yeah, that's mommy a mommy makeover. makeover. Hey, mommy. Hi mommy. Hi <laughs> mommy. Okay. Hmm, maybe you'd be able to use my car for the non-surgery appointments because that's a two to three hour journey for me out of the day and I have to work. I work from home, but I wouldn't be able to take that much time out of the day, that that many days, if that makes sense. Having to, like, also, why do you have to explain this? Right? <laughs> also so soon, next week. This is all <gasps> the, the next week. 
Yeah, her friends literally. What's her friend doing? Right? Like, did she not hear it? She's like, oh, I know someone that lives in Florida in general. So yeah, like she'll drive Take, you to your thing. Like yeah. what? This is weird. This is so weird. Okay. No. Funny <laughs> face. I do not drive. I don't have my license either. You couldn't tell your job you need to take me to the doctors? You can't I'm, tell your job? Like, what are you doing? Right? Who are you? For, like, something that, I'm sorry, it's not necessary. Like, if you were going to get, like, a double mastectomy because, like, you carried a breast cancer gene, then, like, oh, my God, sympathy must be shown. But also, like, this girl doesn't fucking know you. That's my thing. Like, you don't know her. and You don't owe her. She doesn't owe you shit. And, like, d- have you never seen this doctor in Florida before? Like, have they not told you what this recovery is going to be? Because why are you going alone? Right. Like, you should be bringing somebody with you. And be She's happy not gonna be that your this, nurse. No, you should be happy you get to stay somewhere for free. Bring someone with you to cart your ass around everywhere and take care of you. Exactly. And like, be thankful to her that you don't have to pay for that too, since you clearly have the money. Oh my like, gosh! Like, just get a fucking hotel. Yeah. How about that? Like, what? Yeah. And if you can't afford that, it's time to save up and wait until you can afford a hotel. Yeah, that's because part this of the procedure. Necessary procedure. Like, yeah, this like, isn't going to kill you. Yeah, that's part of your whole experience. That's part of your expenses here yep, is mm-hmm. travel. So. Exactly. Wow. Um, I mean, for one day, probably, but you need to go two days in a row, and one day I'd need to wait for you while you got your surgery and then drive back. Typically, I could take my laptop and, laptop and work from somewhere, but we're right in the middle of launching our brand new membership, so I'm in meetings constantly all day. You couldn't Uber there? I didn't realize it was in Kendall. Okay, that's the town that they had tried to blur out before. Oh, <laughs> okay. well, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uber an hour 45 away? This oh whole God. thing was for me to save money since the operation itself cost me over my budget. I budgeted for a hotel near there, but the procedure ate into that cost. Babe, so don't do it. This I'm is sorry. Like, that so far sucks. from anyone else's problem. Yeah, this is absolutely a you thing. Yeah. This is not Just a, your save up a little sister-in-law's more. friend thing. Yeah, no. Like, you've saved this much. Save some more. Exactly. Wait, wait just a little longer. I, yep. Why did you book something when you couldn't pay for it? Yeah, this is not going to kill you to wait. This is really stressful. Yeah. Like, her life is stress. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a week out. Like, uh-huh. what the fuck are you doing? Like, oh my god. Oh my okay. Oh god, worse. Emily's like eyes just did I haven't like, finished like oh, that no. that's where I stopped reading it. Okay, okay. Um when a listener sent this to us, that's where I stopped reading it because I, I like to keep a little bit of it left up in the air until a I read it. A little mystery. Yeah. Um, okay. And also I'm totally cool with you staying in my guest room for a few, but after surgery you'd need a caretaker of some sort. I wouldn't be able to do that. Also, would you just DoorDash food to yourself while you're here? How would this all work? Um, you don't cook? What do you eat? What is happening? Is this fucking real? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, people blow me away. Uh, like, people exist like this. Just walking around with right? the rest of us. Like, yeah. Wow. Sometimes, but my boyfriend and I will go out with friends, go out to, like, you do not have to justify you any. You have to explain your life. At this point, you should already be like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm already doing enough for you. You should be so fucking grateful. Like, yeah, oh well, my God. And like, she, Entitlement. even. No, and even she just said like, how is this going to work? Like, oh my God, you don't have a fucking plan. You're just going to make me do all of this? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. I thought you oh, were okay, staying in my lying. guest room. Yeah, I didn't realize that I was also going to be your nurse, your cook, yeah. your, yeah, your driver. Like, oh my God. For your plastic surgery. For your plastic, for your Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. Just, still just like a really intense recovery. Yes. And also like. What is she thinking? You can't drive an hour after this. I don't think people can, like, sit down after this. I think that, like, you have to have one of those, like, blow-up, like, things to, like, help you sit and everything. Right, like, yeah. Like, this is How a are you really going intense to try recovery. To, like, be in a car. And then she's going to fly, too. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. God knows where she lives. Um, Why'd you do this in Florida? That's, like, where Saving they're money? done. Like, Everyone, oh, it? oh, oh it's like good. this is like a Miami thing. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, the Florida it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> do 
okay, I will go with friends, go out to eat, do takeout, eat at his mom's, etc. So we need to be in charge of feeding you? <laughs> yes, get snotty. Yeah. You've been nice for way too long. Way too nice. Give me the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take it from here. You want to never hear from her again? <laughs> I got you. Well, you guys are eating anyways. I don't, that's not how food works. <laughs> you, you need more. God, like, do you eat like a bird? Are you going to eat their scraps? Is she going to eat a peanut butter and jelly and give you her crust? And yeah, you're going to, like, be good with that? Yeah. Okay. No, she's not. No, she's going to expect her own portion. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are eating anyways. I don't get what the hassle you're making is. David said he could give you $100 to take my, take you... David said he could give you $100 to take me to my appointments. I'm sorry. It's not about the money. You caught me at an extremely busy time last night. I didn't close my laptop until 1.30 a.m. We're about to launch our membership product. Product. Yeah. Product. God, sorry. I can't read right now. No, you're fine. This girl does not give a shit about your membership product or your nope. job or no. what's going on in your life. No. Like, it's time to be done. Yeah. She's like trying to you're like talking at a wall. find some humanity here and there's none. Like she does not care. Yeah. She wants her fucking Brazilian butt lift and that's all, and yeah. everything else that she wants yeah. in life and everyone else needs to just bend to yeah. her whims. Um, you, David. David really dropped the ball here. Yeah, come on, David. Also, Don't be supportive of like, this. They did blur the names out in the beginning, huh? No, right. Oh, just no. Lost no. Oh, still trying. Like, there's oh, still yeah. some blanks. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, it's David. Spoiler yeah, no, But we know it's if David, and now there, it's in Kendall. Like, yeah. If you're out there, your sister-in-law fucking sucks, David. Like, yeah. Just so you know. Oh, yeah. Is David the friend, or is David the husband? I don't know. But either way, David, you are enabling this. I don't know, yeah. Mm-hmm. If she's texting the girl's boyfriend or something and being like well, can you take me to wait is that what you mean i mean husband? like is oh, david like husband. a oh, sister-in-law right like it could yeah. be like maybe the david friend said brother okay or something okay i don't know i, I assumed it was the friend okay. I, i'm for some reason assuming all these people are women i don't know why i also just like feel like the friend really just peaced out on it like you just threw her to the wolves here and like where are you at yeah i I would be reaching out to them being like um what the fuck is happening like this is not what you said exactly like i this yeah this is not what i signed up for what the fuck um I can't risk not being able to make a meeting on something with your doctor's office being that far. I don't want to be mean, but you guys just laid this all on me last minute. I can't just reorganize my priorities. God, stop being so nice. God, she's so nice. Yeah, a stop l- it. Little saint. Yeah, yeah, stop it. Be mean. <laughs> wow. So basically, sister-in-law lied to me. Cool. Okay. Thumbs up emoji. <laughs> yeah, okay, bye. Bye. Yeah. This, it's not going to be by. No. It's about to, oh God. It's, it's a whole nother paragraph. I don't know what sister-in-law, I don't know what your sister-in-law said to you, but I'm guessing you know that my guest room and bathroom is 1,000% open for you to stay in while you're in town. You need to get your own transportation to and from your appointments and provide your own food while you're here. Anything else I cannot do. Wow, I would just not be offering the room anymore. Yeah, no, no. The way that this is way too nice. Like, this is clearly not going to work out by block her number. Yeah. Easy peasy. I don't have to do any of this. I don't know you. Like, I don't have to. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Emily's mouth just dropped. Okay. Oh, God. I just read the next, like, the first sentence of her snotty girl's reply. Okay. Okay. Use your thinking brain. If I have to Uber six times there and back and it's an hour away, it'll cost as much as getting a hotel next door. What part of saving money by doing this do you not understand? I don't fucking care. I don't care. My room is open. What the fuck else are you seriously expecting me, a stranger, to do? Just like you don't care about any aspect of my life right now, I don't care about you saving money for a surgery you couldn't afford in the first place. It's not my fucking problem. like you literally just said like oh well taking an uber would cost just as much as a hotel boom take the fucking hotel then yeah there you go you're spending the same amount of money like i don't know what to tell you yeah and also the gas that it would take to get there and back for this person like oh my god oh. does she like have her address because that's like scary like i just like stopped talking to her oh my gosh that, like she doesn't know yeah, where i live immediate block like and rich had to have a friend and be like what the fuck, fuck was that? that yeah like what did you just sick on me 
Like, what the, what, what is the that? friend like if she thinks that, like, oh, you two will get along. Yeah, they'll <laughs> like, work what? it out. Yeah. Like, what? God. God. Or, like, yeah, offering up her friend's room. That's so weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> so weird. What part of saving money by doing this do you not understand? The part where you want me to take 10 plus hours out of work scattered on different days, short notice during an extremely busy week. That's the part I don't understand. There, even there ex- she is. <laughs> there she is. Out of girl. Atta like, girl. I love that. I'm even extending my vehicle for you to use. Bring a friend with a driver's license and have them drive you with my car to your appointments. Okay, I'm rescinding my Atta girl. Yeah. Stop being so, Now you're like, no, but don't like, help her friend. figure this out. Yeah. yeah. You're, you use my car. Use car. She just said, use your thinking brain to you. Like, that's fucking throwing hand stage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, not you can still come and stay in my house and use my car. Mm-hmm. God, she's such a good person. <laughs> Yeah, or a pushover, or both. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of both. A little bit of both, yeah. Okay, this is the last response, the last one we get. All in caps, just these first three words. Wow, LOL, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just pay a ticket for someone to come to Miami with me for free. This is insane. (laughs) Now what am I going to do? (laughs) Everything has been scheduled and paid for. (laughs) That's it. That's it? No. What? Does she, like, say anything after? Like, that's all we get? We just have to, like, guess what happened? No. Um, let's see if there's any, like, update. Um. Yeah, wait. No. Like. (laughs) One of the comments. Ah, the old, I'm saving my money by spending your money trick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Literally. Yeah. Yeah. What, you guys don't eat? Like, God, I just... I honestly don't think that, like, if I was on, like, a hidden camera show or something, and they're like, hey, what you have to do is you have to say this to someone, and it's going to be really funny after when we're like, surprise, you're on a show. I don't think I could say this to somebody. I don't think I could sit there and be like, why don't you use your thinking brain? What part of saving money don't you understand? Like, what? To someone you don't fucking know? Right? Like, yeah. God. The gall. I hate people. Okay, wow, that was a fucking lot already. Yeah, man, that's a lot to yeah. unpack. But, okay, I checked the the users, the OP's um, page, mm-hmm. and she posted a part two. <gasps> okay, good, so, I was going to say, you can't, come on. Yeah, like, I feel like it would be, it, there's a lot of screenshots here. Mm-hmm. And it's like conversations between everyone. So Screenshots, I, how fun, how different. Yes, I know, yeah, we're really mixing it up this time. Oh, look at um, this. I feel like it would be a lot to put that in this episode too, like the part two. So we're let's like go ahead and like throw this on Patreon. Yes. So I like if that. you guys like want to hear the part two, the end of the Brazilian butt lift saga, <laughs> yeah. Brazilian butt lift gate, BBL gate, <laughs> BBL gate, then you can like listen to it there. We'll put it on both our tiers for the baby bees and the worker bees. So. Yeah, three dollars. Yeah, three dollars or five dollars, and you get access to a bunch of other content too. So you're not just paying for the one thing. Yeah. You so much stuff yeah so and um, a free gift and a free gifty yeah <laughs> oh and like little notes we were so cute with we're it so cute. yeah okay well we love you all thanks for listening and i'm so excited to hear more about more modoc wars yeah we're gonna wrap like, that yeah up i want to hear i want some i don't know closure <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you're gonna get it okay yeah. oh i'm not oh, no i'm worried okay well bye bye see you on patreon Yeah, just for our purposes, for our gossipy purposes. Yeah, cut all of that out. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know (laughs) if I said that.